Hebrews chapter 3 and verse number 7 says it like this. It says, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness where your fathers tested, tried me, and they saw my works 40 years. It says, today, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you'll hear his voice, how many of you have ever heard his voice? Come on, how many of you wondered whether or not he speaks? He does speak. You gotta you gotta get to the place in your life and in my life. If you are going to hear his voice, you, voice, you've got to put yourself in a position to listen. And I, you're here this morning to do that. But I'm, I'm going to tell you this this morning that God speaks your language. God speaks your language. I realize that there's some in here that that may not uh, speak the same language as we do, right? And there has to be uh, 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 somebody that interprets, right? But I'm going to tell you what, and and also I, I think, there are times in our lives that people will uh, um, uh, hear from God for us and speak into our lives. I appreciate so much what Terry had to say this morning, right? Uh, and, and the reality of it is it may not be that you, you, you walk the same road. It may not be that you're, uh, you have struggled, you know, and, and had the things that he had. But I'm going to tell you something. That spoke to somebody. And, and what it can do and will do is open up that place where ultimately what it needs and God wants is for you to hear. See, I, I think that what can bring such confusion in our life is, is uh, we are going to trust somebody else always to hear from God for us. When in reality, what God wants to do is he wants you to hear. So uh, to do that, there, there is very specific things that you need to embrace and to take time. I'm, I'm convinced when we're talking about our prayer meeting or, or a men's meeting or uh, our, fellowship, our home fellowship meetings, we put ourselves in positions to hear. That's what, we're, that's what I'm doing. You know, the idea, I, you, you know, a Friday night after a, a Thursday night prayer meeting, a Friday night men's meeting, like, man, I, I, you know, it's 7.30. I want to be in my pajamas. Wait till you're almost 60. Just the way it is. And, and, and but, but I realized, man, I want to put myself in a position to hear his voice, and I'm going to tell you what. Binging on Netflix is not necessarily a way to hear the voice of God. Can I, anybody want to agree with that or disagree? I realize, you know, you, you've, got, you've got today, it's Super Bowl Sunday, and whoa, whoa you're going to be there, and you're going to overeat and throw popcorn or whatever you do. It's probably not. Really, the way in the midst of all of that, I don't think when Justin Timberlake is doing his halftime show that you're going to hear the voice of God. I could be wrong. 
I just might be. But, but there are different things that are going on there. You've got to put yourself in a position, in a place. And I realize I'm preaching to the choir that braved a blizzard to be here. You're in a p- position to hear his voice. You're in a place. And, 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 and thank God for that. And, and I want my heart to be open even today to hear it. And what I'm telling you is in our lives, there's, there's, we can be one-dimensional when God wants to speak in so many different ways. There's, it's a great thing to be in a place where you hear the declaration, that preached word of God, and it can connect with what he's already spoken, but that cannot be the only way that you hear. If that's the only way you hear, you have given yourself totally to this religious idea that this is the way it works. It's not the only way it works. There's such a varied uh, amount of gifts in the body of Christ. And if you don't give yourself to the diversity that's around us in the body, you're going to miss something. So I plead with you. Find a way. Find, if you... Don't harden your hearts. If you're going to hear his voice, you've got to put yourself in a position and make opportunity for that to happen. How many of you have heard his voice in a home fellowship group? Why, well, getting too close. Don't, you know, just may be exactly what you need. I'm going to tell you what, Friday night, God spoke to my heart. Things that I needed in a, in a men's meeting, and and then to hear it from my brothers, the 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 imperfection that all of us are. Yet God would take time and speak to us, <laughs> and so I, I I will tell you this, uh, as I as I spoke the other day about Moses, and and. Uh, you know, he was uh, in a put himself in a position. He saw the burning bush, and he took. He said to himself, "I got to go see what's going on over there." And and so he took the time. And as he approached that burning bush, then the voice of God speaks. Right? There's too so many distractions in the day that we live. That when God tries to get your attention, sometimes we are so distracted that we don't even take the time to turn aside and say, well, maybe. I'm going to tell you, not every time that I go to every meeting do I get this revelation. You know, if you're, if you're living there and you're trying to get the next, whoo, you know, there, there's those that chase this spiritual you know, elusive thing that they want to go from one meeting to the next and get the latest and the greatest. Good luck with that. I, 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 I'm, I, what I realize over the years is there are times and seasons in my life that God will speak, and there's times that he's not just every day just pouring revelation into my heart. 
Well, what are you doing during those times? Let me tell you what I do. I speak to myself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. I'm not saying that because I'm trying to be super spiritual. I'm always singing something. And it's not, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Right? It, it, I, I want to sing something that's uh, uh, the, the, uh, a song that's, that's spiritual, that's uplifting. Why? Because I want to have myself in a position, in a place that when God does speak, I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, I, I recognize that spirit. I recognize his voice. I, you know, in those times that, that uh, and I've said it before, when you make it your habit, your spiritual exercise to read the Scripture, to know that it becomes the very guardrails of our lives, and you realize that, that God will speak. I, he has so much to say. He has so much to say. And I'm going to tell you, listen to this, and I know this may sound... Uh, um, sacrilegious. You cannot contain the Word of God in the Bible. Okay? The Scripture is not... uh, There's more that God has to say. Now, listen to me. Listen. Don't, Don't get freaked out yet. He will never, His Word... His rhema word to you will never go against his written word. That's why it's. That's why you need to know it. God, that's why you need to familiarize yourself with. Well, I don't know if God's speaking to me. Well, start reading and and become familiar with it and study to show yourself approved. Those that when you he does speak, you already recognize the spirit of it. I'm going to tell you something. God does not and will never. What he speaks is truth. All right? Truth doesn't change. His written word is true. I don't care what the culture says or does. Right? This is true. In in that, in the, in the safety and the boundaries of the written word, God speaks into our lives very specifically. He directs our lives. He gives us direction for our marriages and, and how to be fathers and how to be wives, how to be uh, uh, mothers, all of these things, how to, how to be a good employee. Promise you God will never tell you to steal from your boss. He'll tell you how to uh, 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 navigate tough relationships. He will speak into the here and now of your life. If you listen, he will give you hope when you, it looks like everything else is just falling apart around you. If you'll stop, I'm going to tell you something. Fear, anxiety, depression, all of those things. God wants to speak. But you've got to turn yourself and put yourself in a position to hear. You've got to put yourself in a position. And the problem with with God, not that there's any problems with him, but the problem is it's not always the loudest voice. 
you know, the prophet standing, hiding in a cave and uh, all upset. And the Lord said, get out of the cave. Get out in front. I want, to hear, I want you to hear. Man, he gets out in front of the cave and bam, this big earthquake and fire and all of this stuff. And, and, and uh, after it was all done, it was a still small voice. And it was then the prophet said, oh, my goodness, I'm undone. The voice of God is something you have to purposely put yourself in a position to hear. You're, you, you've got to say, God, I, this is a priority of my life. Or what happens, he'll speak and you'll miss it. <laughs> the scripture in uh, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number 6, which is one of those foundational uh, uh, words here, says, but without faith, it's absolutely, and I'm, I just added that, I'm sorry. Without faith, it's impossible. It doesn't leave any room for any possibility there. Without faith, what is it? It's impossible to please God. If you don't have faith, do you please God? No, it's impossible to please God. And, and it goes on to say, for uh, he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently, everybody say diligently, that's with purpose. That, that's not haphazardly. That, that Andy Stanley thing about time that we listened to Friday, um, being disciplined uh, takes effort. Being undisciplined. Does it take any effort? No. No, eating right, does it take effort? Eating Doritos, no effort. They just kind of find a, find a way into your mouth. Don't they? Hey, you, you, living a disciplined life it is something that you have to make a choice and go after, and I'm going to tell you, and, and this is what he said. I just, it was so incredible. It's the accumulative effect of 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 um, small amounts of time that produce a, a great reward. You know. Um, I hit a certain age where I wasn't able to run like I used to run or, you know, I used to be able to jump off the back of a pickup truck. Now I sit on the tailgate, scoot down, right? Anybody have been there now? No? Still jumping? You know, so or, you know, where the 100-pound grain sack was like a piece of cake, and then it was like a 50-pound bag of dog food. Like, I, I. So I'm going to go work out. Anybody ever get a gym membership and go once? Come on. I got a gym membership and never went. (laughs) Got you beat. But we get this idea, okay, and and God love you because we're all in the same boat together. I'm not doing this to to condemn you. Uh, I need God. I need God. And so you're going to have this huge push. This one-time splash. I'm gonna, God, you're gonna, you know, and we we're gonna 
spend this amount of time and, and God's going to do something if I really am intense for like 35 minutes. Or that, that's like saying, man, I'm going to start working out. And you go to the gym and you work out for three hours and then for the next 365 days, you do nothing. It's of no value. It is the consistent pursuit, discipline, life that eventually you reap a reward where, man, I may not understand, but I, what I do is I'm going to, God, I'm going to trust you this much. Well, no, it's all or nothing for I'm telling you what, you open the door a crack. And his light's going to shine. He's going to find a way. He knows how to get a hold of us. But the idea that without faith it is impossible to please God, for we must believe that uh, he is and that he is a rewarder of them that. Could it be that it is your lack of diligence? No condemnation. What is diligence? It's that continual, you know, that, that consistency. It's like, well, I went to group and I, you know what, it didn't do anything for me. I back up. But, you know, well, come on, man. So you showed up once. What did he do? Well, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, my favorite TV show's on then. Well, good. I hope, you know, God speaks through you, through the walking dead. Whatever it is, my goodness, man, think about what you're doing. Think about the day that we live. Think about it. There's such so much distraction. If, if we are going to not just survive, but to thrive, God wants to reward us, but there's got to be a diligent, a due diligence on our part that God, I want to pursue you. I want to, I want to pursue you. I don't want to pursue, you know, all of these other things. So, the reality of it is, He will speak. But without faith, it's impossible to please God. If you're going to come to Him, you got to believe that He is, that He's your rewarder. That's why it's something that becomes a part of your life. So here's what it says. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. Romans chapter 10, verse number 16 says it this way. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. I, that's a unique, and I'm, I'm off here. I'm, I'm off the notes. But follow me just for a second. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. What? Is it that the gospel would require your obedience? That's for a whole nother message. But there is an obedience to the gospel. All right. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by, okay? If it, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Right? The beginning of faith is it comes by hearing. The reality of it is if you're going to hear his voice, it's 
that that creates in your life a faith that grows. You're either growing, you're stagnant, or you're in decay. Spiritually. You're either growing. What causes our faith to grow is that continual relationship, waiting in, 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 in times in my life that the voice of God all of a sudden, I man, I'm telling you what, it's like a breath of fresh air. There are times and seasons that it's like, okay, God, what do I do? Well, I'm walking by faith. That's what I do. But and I've said it before. It's 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 like you're in the middle of the woods. You're you're back miles from camp, and you're you know, uh, and you're walking where you think you know where you're at, and you're hoping you know where you're at. But all of a sudden, you come to the uh, a New York State trail marker. Now, if you have never experienced that, I have. It's pretty cool. Because it's now, I don't even have to think. I can just relax for a moment. I'm okay. I know exactly where I am and what, what direction to go. There are times in our lives that we wander or we walk, and we're hoping we're going in the right direction, and, and I'm, I'm believing that he's ordering my steps. And, I'm, and I have a confidence. That's why I'm speaking to myself in psalms and hymns, spiritual songs. That's why I'm in prayer. I'm, I'm, I'm making a habit of, of pursuing him. But, but you're still walking by faith until all of a sudden, there it is. How many of you have been to that place where you just, oh, and the voice of God and a revelation comes and an understanding comes and it's like, ah. I can rest here a while. Doesn't mean we, we plant the flag and that's where we stay the rest of our lives because we're commanded to walk. But the reality of it is hearing his voice, hearing his voice, faith comes by hearing. And, and, and so you're here today and, and, and uh, whatever it is, Whatever it is in your life, I'm going to tell you what the answer is. It's the Word of God. It's His Word specifically to you. Well, He doesn't have a word to me. Yes, He does. He's spoken over your life. He's got a name on you that nobody else knows. You know that? The Scripture says He knows the hairs on your head. You don't think he would want to talk to you? Yeah, but if he knew what I was going through, if he knew what, I, you know, my, my sickness, he knows all of those things. And though he slay me, he knows it all. So, let me, let me, uh, let me just, ooh, I went over time. That's not typical for me, but I'm going to uh, he will use what's in front of you to speak to you. When he walked the earth, yep, uh, let's stand. Man, I've got so much more to say. <laughs> when he walked the earth, he spoke to the fishermen. By what was in the net. 
when God put on humanity, and we beheld his glory, he, he talked to the farmer by talking about the seed. He talked to the shepherd. Those that knew about sheep, he said, hey, which one of you wouldn't leave the 99 that are taken care of to go after the one? He will use absolutely what's in front of you to speak into your life. Don't think for a moment that he doesn't want to speak to you because he does. He spoke to the thirsty one day. A lady drawn water who was an absolute, by all accounts, somebody that somebody was righteous and holy would have nothing to do with. But there she was drawing water and he said, give me the drink. And he, he begins a conversation. And finally he says, if you knew who I was, you'd ask of me. And I would give you living water. Tell me he doesn't want to speak to you. He stood at a feast one day, and in and and, and the last day of the feast, he cried out to the crowd, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He wants to talk to you. This morning, at the end of this service, I, I plead with you. I'm not condemning you. I'm not trying to shame you. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to do any of those things. But I will plead with you. Put yourself in a position to hear his voice. And if you get to the place where you're dull of hearing in your life, it just may be that it's your diligence that matters. Not that God doesn't want to speak. But he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And it may be that you need to put yourself on a spiritual treadmill. And exercise yourself to God. So, Father, this morning, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your desire to speak into our life. I thank you for your willingness to speak to us. God, let those that have heard this word today, not, not huge, you know, God, that they're going to go out and set the world on fire tomorrow, but, but, but due diligence, a consistency, if it's five minutes a day, God, you, if we open that door that much, you'll walk through it. I speak into the lives of those that you love this morning. Ask for your healing. Ask for your revelation. And even this morning that your word would touch their hearts. I pray this in Jesus' name. And as we sing at the end of this service, we come down here, we pray.